friend. Blink. This is Mountain Hippie Radio. Welcome to Hippie Church. I'm your host, Allie Wags. Thanks for being here. How are you today on this Tuesday? Yes, that's right. It is not Monday. I did not record an episode of the podcast yesterday. I had a very lovely transcendental therapeutic experience in my home with my dogs in the backyard. And I decided to do that instead of record the podcast, knowing that I had time and likely a little bit more space internally in my head for this podcast today. And so I made the decision to uh, delay for a day. So it is not Monday. It is Tuesday. How are you? How are you doing? If it is safe for you to do so, I invite you to close your eyes. And even if it's not, even if you're in a position where closing your eyes would not be safe or um, socially acceptable, um, maybe turn that gaze down. Maybe soften it just a little bit. And turning the attention inward and doing a quick scan of the body internally, scanning for sensations, scanning for feelings in your body. What does it feel like in there? What do you sense? What can you feel and experience right now as you are? in this moment. And what I love about the transition from thinking to feeling or observing feeling is just that. It it's a transition. It's a different way of being when we are focused on feeling focused on that sensory experience as opposed to our thinking experience, our mind experience. We spend a lot of time in our minds, or at least I do. And I love practices that help me feel quite frankly, help me feel in my physical body, help me connect with my senses. They feel really, really good. It feels really, really good, right? To be embodied, to be in your body, experiencing everything sensory-wise that this moment has to offer. And ultimately, that transition from thinking to feeling, or rather, that balance of thinking and feeling, because we don't want to stop thinking completely, right? That doesn't make sense. But that balance between thinking and feeling has been part of my growth path my growth experience, my journey, however you want to describe it. I was for a long, long time 
a human brain with a meat suit outfit around it. The my cerebral experience was ruling the roost, leading the show, whatever stupid cliche you want to use. My brain was in charge and my body was just sort of along for the ride. And as I've started to understand my own spiritual practice, my own connection to something higher, I realize that it's the sensory connection that is actually my direct route, my direct route, rather, to source. Those sensory experiences seeing, smelling, tasting, touching, feeling, all of those sensory experiences are our bodies interpreting vibration. And when we are connected to interpreting vibration, we are close in closer connection with that higher part of ourselves. Because the relationship between us and our physical body and that part of us that's connected to something larger, that connection is vibrational. And so when we start to not, not only does connecting to our senses give us this grounding sensation, we feel like, um, what do we feel like? I mean, really grounded in, in an animalistic sort of way. We feel more like beings on this earth rather than sometimes how it feels um, that we are like human doings, right? We're just actively engaged in things rather than being in our bodies, if that makes sense at all. If not, delete it. And so what I love about this is that it primes me, it prepares me for this deeper connection. And so I might be out on a walk with my dogs, I might be at work, I might be in the grocery store, and I can feel myself getting disconnected. I can feel myself getting irritated or frustrated with the person who's pushing the shopping cart entirely too slow in front of me, not to mention the shopping cart is directly in the middle of the aisle, so there's no way to get around. You know what I'm talking about. So I could have an experience like that. And in the past, that could trigger a spiral. Hang on a sec. Excuse me that spiral could trigger this sort of momentum of how everybody, you know, all of these beliefs about people in grocery stores, people's spatial awareness, how they can't, you know, understand where they are in time and space, all that kind of stuff. I could get myself all riled up or I could focus on something in my physical experience, something sensory wise that feels good. And what I do when I do that is I draw my attention back to this present moment and I kick myself, sometimes begrudgingly, I kick myself into that vibrational stream. So sorry. And now I'm hitting the microphone, man. 
I might need some water, but I think I can do it. Okay. So I'm in the grocery store, home skillet in front of me, pushing a cart real slow, right in the middle of the aisle. In the past, what would I have done? I would have had all sorts of beliefs and opinions about why this person needed to push that cart in the middle of the aisle directly in front of me. And of course, woe is me because blah, 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 blah. See, you're familiar. So in the past, I could have done that. But when I connect myself to something in that physical moment that feels good. Maybe, maybe they're <laughs> at my very tiny rural mountain grocery store. The playlist is particularly epic. Um, I'm talking anything that was recorded between the years of 1988 and 1993. That's pretty much all that is played. Um, and so that often is a way for me to direct my attention to something that I'm hearing that I, <laughs> I have not heard in many, many decades. And it gets me out of that loop, right? It gets me out of that spiral, that cerebral spiral of this is something that's happening in my experience and let me tell you what it means and let me tell you how this is what's wrong with the world and blah, 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 blah. And so... I can listen to the silly song that's on um, overhead of aisle six, or I could um, pay attention to how cool it is in the grocery store. It has been pretty hot here in the mountains. And most of the buildings up here do not have air conditioning. And so Sometimes going into the grocery store, I can feel just a little bit of relief from the heat and that feels really good. Or maybe I walk through the produce aisle and I smell a cilantro or another smell that brings me um, fond memories of summer barbecues or whatever. So the, not only does this connect us to this present moment, but it, it sort of gets us ready for hearing that vibrational connection. And quite frankly, it just feels lovely. And so I've been doing this a lot lately. And this was not what I had planned to talk about for today's show, but we're going to just run with it. Um, although now I've lost steam. Damn it. Okay, I'm going to tell you that, okay, here's what, <laughs> here's what we're going to do. We are, yes, you and me, dear listener, uh, you, me, and Source Energy are going to have a conversation about Hippie Church, about this radio show. Um, well, I guess it's a podcast, but I also do it as a radio show about what this thing is. This is the 41st episode of this podcast. I have been recording these since December and I just kind of wanted to check in and because it is just me, I don't have a team of people. Um, I can't really like have a brainstorming session with my like executive team or whatever because it's just me. And um, so I'm going to have a brainstorming session or a check-in about this show and we're just going to record it and see if, I don't know, 
Let's get into it. Okay, so Hippie Church. We have morphed um, and we have changed this show a lot since I started recording it in December. The first couple of weeks or couple of months, actually, no, maybe weeks, doesn't matter. First little bit, I wrote the episodes. I wrote the episodes and then I would read them in front of the microphone and I would stress a lot. (laughs) That was sort of my um, work flow (laughs) for those first couple of episodes. It was very challenging for me to come to this microphone and open my mouth and say what I felt like I wanted to say, felt like what I needed to say, um, and not worry about what you thought. And for those first couple of weeks, I was really sort of hung up on trying to define the show, trying to explain to someone who's new what the show is, and then to execute this thing that I didn't actually know what it was, but execute it to perfection. So you can see how I sort of set myself up for some stress and some difficulty. And so a couple of months in, I made the decision to stop that. It just really wasn't working for me. I was more stressed than I was having fun. And I just knew that that was a, that was a recipe for unpleasantness. It was a recipe for me repeating some old ways of being. And quite frankly, it just got to be so untenable. Um, It just got to be so unpleasant that I just didn't want to do it that way anymore. And so I switched to recording just about anything that I could think of on Monday mornings. Right. I would just sit here and sometimes we do a meditation. Sometimes I'd be super stoned. Sometimes, you know, there could be any wide range of things that could happen. And now that I feel more confident, more comfortable sitting in front of this microphone, now I feel more in control of my own vibration. I'm doing a whole lot better tuning my tuner to that frequency, that higher frequency, and trusting that anything that comes out in this context, in this space, is is what needs to be said. And even for the times that I goof up or I um, trip up or I make a mistake or whatever, I just, I trust that there's a reason that that happened, that that was something you needed to hear or something you could relate to. And I'm just doing my best to accept everything that flows during this time. However, back to that balance of thinking and feeling, that balance of masculine I like to understand where things go. I like to put things in buckets. I like to label things. I like to organize things. I'd like to order, provide things or give order to things. That kind of energy 
with a more feminine, flexible, malleable, flowing, I have no rules and there are no rhymes. This is all ever-changing, endless possibility, that sort of energy. I'm trying to balance those two in my own personal life. And I think that that's a component of my unique filter of some of this stuff. And what I mean by that is that I think that we are all expressions of source. We are all source in human bodies. We are source embodied. And that expression of that energy is dependent on the individual. We have, you can imagine like one of those Tiffany light bulbs or whatever, or lamps that have all of the stained glass around. All of those, all of our stained glass is different. And so when we turn the light on, it shines in different ways and different patterns um, with different hues and textures, all that kind of stuff. And, and so somebody like Peyton Manning is source embodied when he's on a football field. Someone like Meryl Streep is source embodied when she's on a television set or a movie set. And I think that there is something about my own unique experience of balancing these two types of energy because that's just what I've experienced. And my understanding how to navigate it, my expression of how it's navigated my own internal balance that I share with the world, I think is, I think I lost myself, <laughs> I think I lost myself talking myself into circles. So we're, we're going to bring it back. I think that's a unique part of my special sauce, as are my two barking dogs that are running out to notify all squirrels and chipmunks in the yard that it is not safe to trespass here. So... Anyway, <laughs> that is my unique expression of this lovely life. I really hope I don't have to get up. Um, and hopefully it's just a, a human being walking by the front yard. So this show started as one thing and really leaned into one side of that energetic spectrum. And then I... Whoosh, slam the pendulum all the way over to the other side and we had this really loosey-goosey flowy thing where I just talked out of my ass for however long and now we are here and I feel myself being called to blending the two providing this show with a little bit more structure and also allowing for the natural fluidity because quite frankly there are very few things in this world that are naturally organic right there's so much that in our quest and our desire to feel safe we have grabbed on to rules and structures and robots. And I think we're really craving 
this feminine energy. I think we're really craving the sensation of being. But here's what I also think is that that can be really scary. It can be really scary if it's not what you're used to. It can be really scary if you don't have grounding practices in your everyday life. So it feels safe to wander. Like an outline for a book report is helpful to a child because it allows that child to see, oh, all right, we have to talk about four different things. We're going to need four separate paragraphs. But within those paragraphs, there is the possibility for flexibility. There's the possibility for spontaneity. There's the possibility for magic. And that comes when we feel like we can be open and listening and safe to do so. And so I feel called to in the shows that move in the shows moving forward to sort of cultivate a little bit more structure. I think I talked last week or perhaps it was on the radio show I can't remember about the idea of Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers and his television program began in the exact same way every single episode. The man would walk in, he'd shut the door, he'd take off one sweater, he'd put on another sweater, he'd take off outside shoes, and he'd put on inside shoes. And the reason that he did that was to signal to the kids watching that this time was different. That the time you spent with Mr. Rogers was different than the time that you spent doing other things. That this was sacred space. And so I'm gonna play moving forward with our Mr. Rogers equivalent. Something that I can say, a ritual that we can start to work on together. Just something that signals to you, to me, to our inner beings, our inner wisdom that, that this time is different. This time is special. This time is an opportunity to <sighs> rethink everything, give ourselves permission to be or do or have anything that we want, to reach for where we're going and release our attention on where we are. To feel into our deepest knowing and connect with that part of us. It's not that difficult. It is not that complicated to tap into the energy that creates worlds. It's not. And yeah, it takes some practice. It takes some willingness to do things differently, but it's totally possible. And I want to be a place where that can happen. 
I want this show to be a place where you think about things maybe in a way that you wouldn't otherwise think of. I want this to be a place where maybe you turn on this podcast and you pull out those watercolor paints and you only paint for the duration of this podcast and that's just what you do and it doesn't mean anything. You just want to maybe do that thing. The idea is that we start believing in ourselves. We start trusting ourselves. We start fucking listening to ourselves and doing things that ourselves tell us to do and then watching what happens. We have this belief as human beings that we have to justify and grit our teeth to prove our worthiness. And that's what tripped me up for so long is I genuinely had this belief that if something didn't feel bad, I was doing it wrong. And I realize that that sentence sounds insane to say aloud, but that's, that's it. Like the... the it's an example of what so many of us experience in this life. We have beliefs, thoughts about life that we believe to be true. And we believe to be true because there are so many examples of it being true. And our parents thought it was true. And their parents thought it was true. And did you see in this book, somebody wrote it down, it is totally true. And we get wedded to these things. We get stuck to these beliefs when in reality, it's like what I just said. It, you say it out loud and it sounds absolutely stupid. My belief was if something did not hurt, that I should be suspicious, that I was lazy, that I was um, taking a shortcut, that I was that I wasn't worthy because I wasn't proving myself. Mm-mm. No, sir. Me feeling good, you feeling good. That's your ticket. That's your path. That it, those are your breadcrumbs to having a long, winding, meandering, luxuriously silly, deliciously fun life. Follow the little steps of goodness and funness and super awesome stoked I can't believe this is happening to me-ness and it took me so long to understand that I didn't have to beat the shit out of myself to be a good person in fact I'm a better person the nicer I am to myself I'm a better person when I show up to work. I am a better person when I show up to my marriage. I am a better dog mama. When I feel whole, when I feel integrated, when I feel worthy. And gradually... I'm swinging the pendulum of this show back to center. And to be fair, it's going to be my center. It's not going to be your center. It's going to be my balance of structure and vigor and um, organization and 
magic and flexibility and energy coursing through me, moving through me in ways that I understand and in ways that I don't. But here's the thing is that I know that it's right for me because it feels good. I know that it's right for me because it feels effortless. I know that it is right for me because I feel clarity. That's what I wish I could give to every single person is this understanding that you have an emotional guidance system. You have an inner compass and that inner compass is talking to you constantly. The question is, how open are you to that channel? How open are you to receiving experiencing, processing, feeling that guidance. If you feel good, you are tapped in. You are on your way to everything that you want. If you don't, something's off. You have hit the Jersey barriers. You are on the rumble strips. Something needs to change. And I'm going to find that balance. I'm going to find that balance internally for me. And I'm going to find that balance through one feeling at a time. One scan of the body all the way from the top of my toes, top of my toes, top of my head to the tips of my toes. At the beginning of these shows, when we close our eyes and we start to feel into that sensory body, that's what we're doing. We're getting ourselves in that position to receive. We're tuning our tuner, adjusting that frequency so that we can listen to to our radio station. There is only one listener on that radio station and it is you. So you don't need the talk radio static in the background. You don't need the faded mariachi music. And that's what happens sometimes. We get our tuners stuck on static in between stations. But this show, I want to be your place to tune yourself. I don't know what's best for you, but you do. And the only thing that I know to do is to sit at this microphone and trust. Trust myself. Trust my inner guidance. Trust you, dear listener, on the other end listening to my words. Trust that you believe that I have your best interest in heart. Trust that you are at the right place. Trust in this process, this dialogue, just you and me and your inner being and my inner being. 
Just you and me and source energy. And then let go. Let go of any expectations. Let go of, in my case for this show, an expectation of what this show should be. This is a different podcast than most podcasts. I am aware of this. It has haunted my dreams. But this is what I've got. As of right now, this is my unique filter through which to allow this energy to flow. And I do my best here to to stay open. Open for what is here. Open for what can be here. Open to the possibility. Open to taking little right turns or left turns or maybe going off onto the shoulder just for a minute. Whoa, and coming back. Trust, let go, and be open. Trust, let go, and be open. That's our show for today. Until next time. This is Mountain Hippie Radio.